When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Talking Texas podcast. My name is Daniel. It's your boy, Hot4PO. We do the podcast every Wednesday. Remember to check us out on all, all the links are in the description. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there. Half Hope, where can you be found? Halfhopefootballhot.com, yo. Mm-hmm. I am at Daniel to look on Twitter and you can find my writing at off target mm. on Substack. So there we go. I don't know what Carl's up to. Maybe I could have asked him to like fill in. Where do, where do we start this week? Did, actually, did no, we... actually, I, I think yeah, no, an interesting it. place to start, I think is actually is, is Potter. Mm. Cause have you, have you seen the meme no. that says it's um, Eric Chelsea's badge and hug? What about oh because Chelsea are in tenth place? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Are they in tenth? Yeah, li- yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool won. won Liverpool so, won, yeah. so, so, what, so what? What yeah. about Potter interests you to, this week? So basically, so Potter. I think it was after the game. He said, "Like, there's no such thing as long term. You know, people deserve results now, and having this whole or just assuming of a long term vision is not something that anyone should really assume." And then a day after, I think I don't know whether it was the Athletic or through Onstein. There's a thing that said that the hierarchy said this isn't about games or one year. This is a yearly product and possible will be judged on years. So, and I think that what you're now seeing is Potter's in kind of like a weird spot. I Because fans are like, wait, why does this guy talk as if he's got all this time and he's so laissez-faire and so forth? But I believe like Potter coming in, he was told that, oh, you have years. It's a long project. It's going to take the time. It doesn't matter where you finish because of where you came in. So... You know what? It's just about vibe. Just trying to get the, the team playing well. Lots of players are coming in. So Potter's, oh, okay, fine. It's everything. But then Potter's now hearing the booze from the fans. He's obviously, as he knows about the fans, obviously feeling a bit like you. Because everybody is cognizant of social media now. Everyone is. Mm. So he obviously knows that the fans are like, no, this is trash. How do we have all these players on one tent? If we had Tuchel, we'd be doing a lot more, more better. This guy, why, why, why was Tuchel sacked? So the guys who were staunch Tuchel supporters are like, bro, what the hell is this guy doing? So Potter is like, on one hand, I'm like, oh, I've been given time, but these fans ain't going to give me time. And if we continue to play badly, these fans are going to continue to boo and get restless. Specifically, a lot of fans who didn't want me taking over and felt the way that Tuchel got sacked. Because if, let's say, he was doing well, the guy's okay, he's doing well, but the fact that he's not doing well, it gives fuel to the fire of those Tuchel fans and so forth. So if Chelsea go out of the UCL, they continue to be 9th, 10th, 11th. What did the hierarchy do if it is clear that the fans are like, no, this is bad, and the fans continue to, to boo, and there's clearly dis- discontent, you know? So for Potter's like, so that's why he's sort of confused. I'm like, do I have time? I don't know half time. So the hierarchy says I have time, but the fans say I, I don't. So I, I, there's a thing in management. I think when you take uh, like the courses to get your badges, and I think they call it like managing up. Mm. So from a fan point of view, mostly we judge what's happening on the pitch. The manager gets judged by the teams that he picks, the tactics that he employs, how he handles players. I think for Potter in this instance, it's how he deals with management that will determine how long he stays. Tuchel, I think he managed down fairly well. Like the players, his staff, the fans, everybody liked him. But his issue was managing up. And that's been his problem from Dortmund to PSG to Chelsea. His interactions with the chairman, the board, the whomever, it's always an antagonistic relationship. Conte may, may be the same. If Potter can manage up well and he talks to people in the board and obviously the owner or the chairman 
and he has a good relationship with those guys, I think he can stay. They spent 20 million pounds to get him from Brighton, might maybe the most expensive manager ever or top two. They brought all of his staff and they gave him a five-year contract. So, so there was... But, 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 but if, if it keeps on, let's say they, it's, keep, it's lost draw, lost draw, lost draw, you're meandering in mid-table and so forth. He stays regardless. And the fans are, are booing their protests of getting sacked. How have Chelsea spent all this money and we're in ninth, 10th, 11th? We're not competing for anything. Well, the, the money was spent, like uh, the, the money that was spent in January, they were already in ninth or 10th. It's not like the money's going to, the, the, the money isn't a guarantee that you improve in like a month's time. I'm sure the board would understand that, that just because we spent 600 million in January doesn't mean that the Premier League is going to take our position from 11th and automatically put us in top four. You have to earn your way back up. Spending the money helps. You would hope that that you've purchased the right players, but it's not going to happen instantly. And to that point, Potter would always have the out of, it's my first season. You, you, I, I didn't have a preseason for any of my tactics. Maybe his, his haters would say, well, the queen died. You had extra time and mm. we haven't really seen anything over the course of, and you had the world cup as well, but it's Chelsea. So many of those players are at the world cup. I don't think Potter's in as dire a situation as it would seem primarily because people are on Twitter, like people say fans or people say people, or let me say, I say people. When I say people, I normally mean the timeline because that's the best gauge I can get of the fan base. But that fan base is a global fan base. It's not the fan base that's in London. And maybe you could tell me better than, than anything as someone mm. who's around that space at, at different allegedly. times of the year. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> the, depends on when. Have Hope's obviously an international man of mystery, so we don't know exactly where he lives. But, nope. you know, he can teleport and do fan interviews in front of Stanford Bridge when he feels like. Yeah, man. I'm, um, around, I'm around, man. Is there a sentiment in West London that we need to get Potter out? Because if I, if I look at, like, the ninis of the world, they're fine with him staying. And if mm. that's the sentiment that's going to be in the stadium more time than not, on top of everything that I've said, it probably means he gets at least the beginning of next season. It's, 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 it's weird. So my feeling is within that area, they're like, let's actually have some faith in a guy. Let's actually have some 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 faith in him and so forth. And even when I did that whole fan interviews with people, most of them just said, oh, no, look, we, we, can't, we, we have to stick with him. I mean, we can't roll like how Bramwich rolled. We actually have to have some consistency. Look at the faith in Klopp, Pep, and so forth. Right. But then... A guy like, you know, obviously who sends in dubs, Football Hot subscriber, Alhambra. I think he's Moroccan. And he went to the Chelsea game. And I think he went, I think it was the Chelsea Fulham game. And he said when he went there, he could actually, he actually had booze in the, in the crowd. So he was like, bro, from where I was sitting and so forth, I don't think everybody's fully on board with Potter. So it's a weird one. But that's why I've, I feel that people are happy with the process, but... It depends how things are looking. Okay, sixth, seventh, eighth, sixth. Okay, all right. If you're now tenth, eleventh, ninth, tenth, you know, and you can't beat Nottingham Forest and so forth. And this thing, everyone deserves time, hundred percent. But we've actually jumped a step, and the step that we've jumped is: is Potter actually the right guy? This mm. oh no no oh, no 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 because. People have not even addressed us. I give him time, you know, players come in, cool, 100%. But wait, let's actually go to that first step that we we'll, we'll jumped over. Is he actually the right guy? If you believe he's the right guy, then come on, man. Give him a summer, give him in January, let him get to the known of the team. But my thing that even if you give him time, is he the kind of guy that can win trophies? Because I think it was Nick's who made a very good point. He says Tottenham is his ceiling. Potter is the kind of guy who is a good coach and can compete. But can he be... I can you do what Ten Hag is doing with United now, where it's about winning? Because it's a weird one. Because this is what I was saying yesterday to the guys on live show. So, my United have not really won, have not won the league or the UCL in like over a decade. But every manager coming in, there was a sense of urgency of, I have to win. Why? Fergie's still around. So, Fergie, he embedded this winning mentality. And when you're coming into Man United, who's up in the stands? It's, it's, it's Fergie. Chelsea, who generated that kind of winning mentality was Abramovich. You come in now, was Abramovich? He's nowhere near. <laughs> All ties have been completely cut off between Abramovich and Chelsea. So it's a fully clean slate. As opposed to United, where if you're coming in, 
you're coming into what Fergie has built. You're coming into the house that Fergie has built. When you're coming into Chelsea, this isn't the house that Abramovich has built. For some fans, there's like a divide. There are guys who are like, oh, no, no, this is, this is the house that Bram built. Let's maintain the house. And other guys are like, no, no, that house has broken down. This is a totally new house now with whole new, new rules. No, that's an, that's an interesting point. It's like Chelsea never had a manager there long enough to where they were the the standard of what a great manager is. Mm. In, in, in the same way that United did, Chelsea have had many great managers come through. Some didn't work, some did. You can point to Mourinho, Ancelotti, uh, Conte, Sarri to an extent. Um, even guys like Scolari and those guys, like they were top managers, World Cup winners or whatever it is, but none stayed long enough to really instill whatever Chelsea's DNA was or is. The, the constant was Abramovich. But because Abramovich was so ready to win, I mean, he was willing to sack at any point. And there are fans that have grown up in that culture that if the, if the club isn't winning, then we sack the manager. It's not some far-fetched idea that we're not winning, so why is the manager sticking around? He needs to go because that's what we do here. But it's it's a new day, and maybe there is a different way of doing things that doesn't always entail sacking someone at the first sign of trouble. To your point about even, even if you give someone time, that doesn't necessarily mean it will work. I would want to know, maybe from, from your point mm. of view, what are signs that shows that a manager, even if it's not working initially, you would still give them trust? It's one thing to say is part of the guy, but then what are the signs of being the guy or a guy? Um, for me, an example is Sarri. Even when Chelsea lost, was it 5-0 to Man City or so, so forth? Sarri had a very clear idea. So I don't know, it doesn't matter how many players you bring in, it is 4-3-3, we keep possession this way, we break down teams this way, and I utilize guys this way. So mm-hmm. he had a very clear, concise idea of what he wanted to do. So because, you know, Sarri and Potter, it's, it's actually interesting. So both came into Chelsea having never won a trophy. But the difference with Sarri is he ran Juventus very close. Very, 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 very close. And they had a team that was in the, in the, in the Champions League. So mm-hmm. he took Juve to like the, the last two games of the se- season. All Potter has is, oh, you're punching above your, your weight. That's it. <laughs> so all he has is, wow, man, this is such pretty impressive for, for, for Brighton. But for Sarri, they now play a team who have won the league before. This is the team that had Mar- Maradona and you had Higain and you had all of the, the, these players. So Sarri coming in is like, I have a very clear idea of what I want to do and how I want my team to play. The, the thing I see with Potter is he's, always, he's like a kid in a candy store. And I feel like if he's, he can be very easily controlled by their hierarchy because you have no, no skin in the game. You can't control a Mourinho. You can't control an Ancelotti because they have too much skin in the game. But with Potter, you have zero skill in the game. All you've done is you just punched above your waist with Brighton. So coming in, he, I always feel like he's like he's overawed with like what's happening at Chelsea or so forth. So it's like, oh, we have this guy. Okay, let me play him here. Oh, we have this guy. Let me play him here. Okay, throw the back, throw the back. And I don't think he has the kind of experience. It's key thing with experience, but like, no, this is my idea. And I have this idea of how I want to play. And this is what I want my team to do. And when you, and when they're not doing it, I'm like, yo, come. So even on the touchline, I never see him sit to play like, no, 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 no. This way, no, I want you here. No, I want you here. Boom, boom. No, I want you here. I want you to, to I want you to put position here. This is where I, I want you to, to be. So mm. there are two kinds of managers. Ancelotti is like the old school manager where, like Ancelotti and a bit like Fergie, where they are very rarely on the touchline. They're always sitting down. I've, I've shouted, I've talked during training. Once the whistle blows, that's it. You know exactly what you need to, need to do. I don't need to micromanage you. Only if I see something truly wrong, I may come to the touchline and so forth. The modern manager is a micromanager. He's always on the touchline and he's always constantly saying, yo, here, go here, here. Conte is the perfect example of that micromanaging. Like oh, yeah. Conte is like as if he has the PlayStation controller. Yep. Yeah. On Pretty the sideline. <laughs> Pretty much. Like he's like, he's literally like play, play, play by by play. And I think that for Potter, I'm like, if you have a clear idea of what you want to do, you there should be instances where you're like, yo, yo, I need you back here. No, I need you back here. Yo, remember here, mm-hmm. over here and so forth. But the fact that he just seems so laissez-faire, I, it feels as if I've got time. 
I'm not expecting to get results now. I'm not expecting to be amazing now. So let so let me just let this guy just play because I'm just figuring it out as I go because I've been told I've got time to figure this stuff out. So I think he does have time. The fan base as and wherever you see it, whether it's the ones that's at Stanford Bridge or the ones that's at on Twitter, Mm. I think we're probably all operating. We wow! I think they're probably all operating. We from we, basically we we are all <laughs> operating. We're all yeah. We. From a point of Abramovich is still here, so if results are going bad, then something needs to change. But Boldy isn't Abramovich. Mm. This is the quickest way but, to say. But 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 he was in the Twitter space. <laughs> do he we even know if that was actually him or if that was, was his representative was or like? I, I, do do people that rich? Operate their own Twitters? You're from Hollywood, which means that you know PR <laughs> back to front, front to, to, to back. So even if it wasn't him, you know... Just having that account there. There, because basically, you know what it will mean by your account being in a Twitter space of Chelsea. So even if it's not him, he wants to give the idea that I'm listening to the fans and so mm. forth, that I'm connected with, 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 with the fans because of PR and everything. So if it's a stage where the fans are like, no man, he's out, he's out and so forth... He's like, okay, like I want to win the fans over because, and that's it's all it's all appear. When he sacked Tuchel, he knew that he that that was a very unpopular decision. That move, let's say those guys in the space say, oh my gosh, Bolly, he loves us and everything's with the fans. No, you freaking morons! That he was doing that. He didn't talk, did he? He was just no. There. <laughs> well, he left when a guy said that we should buy rice. Then he left the, the space. <laughs> You know, but he was, he was doing that because once he does that, what, what do the guys now say? Oh my gosh, Bolly, he's one with the fans. It's connected. So now you've now erased that whole bad blood of, of and then and, and then and then if he says in a pre, or if the if the club says in a in a press release, we we've listened to the voice of the fans about blah yeah. blah blah. Then it's like, oh yeah, they do listen because yeah. the Twitter thing. Now to the sorry point, and we can end the Chelsea thing here unless you want to keep going. Oh I'm, no 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 no, I'm, I'm over it. But yeah, the the but the the sorry thing. <laughs> <laughs> it always the one. Um, the the sorry point. I mean, I hear you about he. You play four three three. Come rain, sleet, sunshine, whatever. And I I was always a big fan of that. You embed a way of playing into the team, the Ajax model. But but the structure doesn't come from the club in that instance. It comes from the manager, mm. because Chelsea don't have that kind of top down you must play this way kind of thing. So that has to be installed by the manager, which is why it's so easy with the kind of transitory nature of the managers, why there's so many mismatched Frankenstein parts that are just in the team because Conte wants his own thing. Sari wanted his own thing. Lampard wanted his own thing. Tuka wanted his own thing. Now Potter's getting his players in. Like There's no structure from the top down. The manager just basically gets to decide. So I was a big fan of Sari at least trying to implement 4-3-3. And I thought mm. Lampard did a disservice by kind of tearing that apart and putting his own thing in. Um, but if you look at the Sari team, if I remember right, Christensen and David Luiz, Kante, Jorginho, Kovacic, Giroud as a striker, and then Hazard, Pedro, Willian, somewhere in behind. I feel like that team was far more moldable or at least capable of winning than the team that currently exists. Veteran players, known in their positions, at the right age. You know, you have not quite Pete Conte, because I'd say Pete Conte was like 2021. Mm. But you have an informed Conte. You have the best version of Eden Hazard that Earth has witnessed. Um, You have Giroud, who, I mean, for, for, for all the slander that we might give him, far useful than any other striker Chelsea have at this moment. You have David Luiz. You have what? What, what would that be? Four years ago, Aspilicueta. So you know, not bad. Yeah. If you if you take the team that Sari had from thirty people on the team, maybe twenty five, something like that, it's in no way worse than than this team. Like it has to, it it must be better. At least there's a star player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like a star player playing like a star player, like Hazard after the World Cup. No, 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 but, but come on, two wins in the th- 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 is wild, man. That's but, wild. But what, what I'm saying is, it's easier for Sari to do what he wanted to do with the players that he had at his disposal. Mm. I say that, and then I think, is Sari making those players into something that can be what he needs them to be? 
or were they what they needed to be already? On, and, it's, on, and, 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 and it's probably a bit of both. And then I think Potter needs to take what's there and make it as good as it can be. And that's where the issue is. The issue is this. And I don't know if he's doing that. Is Potter involved in the acquiring of these players or is this a board decision? I don't know. No, have hope. That misses my point. It's It's a good point. But the point that I'm getting at is I don't care if you've been involved. Your job is as a coach. And as a coach, your job is to get the best of the players that you have available. That doesn't mean starting Kai Havertz as a center forward every match when you have recognized strikers at Aubameyang and Fofana. If somebody gives you ingredients and you haven't gone to the store and bought them, that doesn't mean you go hungry. You take what you can and, oh, I know what to do with those onions. I know what to do with those carrots. I know what to do with that cabbage. Oh, no, no, that's that's, that's Everything there might not be good, but it's your job as the coach or the chef in this instance to make a meal. And And, I don't know if Potter's making the meal. And that's and the issue is this is that you can't use the excuse of like, but he has so many players coming in. No. Those players that you have, whether they're coming in or so forth, you have enough ingredients to have more than two wins in 13 games. Mm. <laughs> you know? So because again, it's like Potter, no one told you to not play for Fana in that game. No one told you no one forced you to play Havertz as a striker that game. No one forced you to bring off Korea and then bring off Modric. At the same time, no one forced you to, to do these things. No one forced you to bring on Gallagher, ZH, and Mance when you needed to win the game. Like, no one forced you to do these things, but you did them. So, okay, okay. Now, there, there is one slight caveat here. And I, I know we said we'd end, but this is slightly funny. So, Yao Felix has been balling, at least in mm. that game against West Ham. Clearly, clearly the best player. So, in my mind, I'm like, okay, so what happens because he got the red card and was banned for three games? Mm. What happens if the onions just run away by themselves? Like they grow legs and they just run off. <laughs> like, okay, like I, I had this thing planned and then the onions just decide, no, 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 we're just going to run away and they just use garlic. The <laughs> use, use garlic. Use, because there is no garlic if you don't have Felix. You have Gallagher. You don't have garlic. You know what I'm saying? So you've, you've, you've got to figure it out. You've got you to figure mouth. it out. You, you because mouth. my thing, That's if you say, oh my gosh, I've got no onions, I'm screwed. Figure it out. There are still ingredients there to make a meal. Figure it out. Now, the meal won't be as tasty as as those amazing organic onions, but figure it out. (laughs) I would hope all onions are organic. No, no, they're 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 organic and they're not not something. But I I, I use organic onions. (laughs) Red or white? Or the purple ones? Or purple. Always purple. Always purple. I mean, I I don't know what they're called red onions. They're clearly purple. Yeah. Anyway, um, speaking of red, I guess we can transition to Liverpool. Um, what did you make of Liverpool Everton? Did you watch? Did you partake? Oh, no, no, I, no, I, I, yeah, I didn't manage to see the game. I was, I was right. preoccupied. But um, didn't the Gakpo is his first goal? Yep, Gakpo scored. Salah scored from basically Darwin Nunes doing hundred meter dash <laughs> with the ball, and he he found a good cross, but Pickford mm. just decided to. We need to check his accounts, essentially. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and just, just to make sure. I'm not accusing him of anything, but just to make sure, you know, there, an, an audit might be needed. Some of the decisions that he makes are just quite strange. No, no, no. no, he, no he's a, it's where, like, the way he he plays is, like, if he shouldn't be good, but he'll always pull out a crisis. You know, he's one of those keepers where I wouldn't feel safe as a defender with him behind him. He's Kepa. He's a better Kepa. version of, of Kepa. No, I, no, I think... Kep, no, no, no. Kep is a better version of him. They're decent with the ball at their feet. Mm. So I, I can understand why a manager would want to play both. But mm. again, they're undersized goalkeepers. And I think the saves that they make look athletic because of their build. And if you just put a De Gea, a Neuer, an, an Allison, just somebody of a different size in goal, mm. they, they make the same save, or Courtois is a better example. They make the same saves but it doesn't look as elaborate or athletic or challenging because their build is just different. Yeah. So, so Pickford will make these amazing looking saves. But if you, if you look at where the ball is placed, it's like uh, Ter Stegen would save that just in a more comfortable way. Yeah. You know, you know, that's not the thing. Like a sign of a really good keeper is a keeper who makes it look simple. Mm. Like Neuer. Where like the Hollywood save looks amazing, but the keeper who just, is in the right place at the right time. That's the really great keeper where your your positioning is great. Where look, I don't I don't need to stretch because I'm already there. So, did I dream this? Give me a second. Oh wow! 
Yeah, well, I had a crazy dream, bro. Oh no, me too. Actually. I just realized I started. <laughs> I think I just realized I had a dream where, like, I think Felix scored like in air, like in five games or something for Chelsea. I, now, I had a dream that I went to Jean Luigi Buffon's Twitter or Wikipedia what? page. I had a dream that I went to Buffon's Twitter page, and he was playing for Juventus again. <laughs> but he's he's still at Parma. <laughs> What? So I was like, when you said goalkeepers that make things look comfortable, the first thought was Buffon. Like, yeah. when it at his peak, obviously, he always made things look very comfortable and easy. So I was like, did I dream that he was back at Juventus? <laughs> but no, he's he's in Serie B. He's played seven games this season for Parma at the age of forty five. <laughs> Shut up! No, no, no. Look, Juve may may meet him in, in Serie B, man. Because also, I, th- I think they have their. I think February 2022nd is their hearing, so. Wait a minute. Um, return to Parma. Wow, they extended him to next season. On, on Parma announced Buffon's contract extension until 2024, which will keep him playing until the age of 46. <laughs> what? Shut up, <laughs> This is a dude, man. He keeps going, man. He keeps, and he's playing. He's playing matches. He's played Basically, seven times if, this Basically, if the guy co- collapses, someone <laughs> someone has to take the blame if he collapses, bro. So. Go home. Like, it, it, he's he must be a grandfather. Damn no, I, I think he wants to make it to 50. He wants to prove a point. He wants to make it to, to 50. <laughs> he, just, he doesn't want to give it up, man. He, he's like Tom Brady. It's like you were good and you can keep playing. But should you keep playing? But I guess, it may, you know what? If his, As I've always said, if someone is willing to pay you, even as a mascot, because that's basically mm. what he is for Parma yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and latter stage Juventus. If they're willing to pay you as an attraction to get people to come to the stadium or whatever it is, why not? You're being paid to stay in shape. You're getting money. I'm sure he's helping out the younger goalkeepers and some of the, you know, that uh, the Michael Irvin. We're losing yeah. recipes. Like, they're not losing any recipes in Parma. Like, <laughs> I'm sure if you look, there are footballers born in the 50s and 60s who might have played with Buffon, like, early like in the 90s oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. yeah man no 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 recipes being lost in parma so that's a good thing i guess it's not helping them get promoted looking at the table <laughs> so there you go um but yeah go, goalkeepers that make things look simple those are my guys the the athletic saves are fine the, the buffon save against zidane in 2006 great saves but if you look throughout the course of the game, he was just doing very simple things and, yeah. you know, just making sure that Italy were in, were in good positions. But, like, you, you you want a goalkeeper who's capable of doing the athletic, but that every save must look athletic, that's a problem. So Pickford is just, he's strange. What else happens? You could pretty much hand the trophy to him to not play now, man. I, I think it's over. I think it's 15 points now. <laughs> Because um, Napoli won, Kivicha and Osimhen scored again, and Inter drew with Sampdoria. So is your like, embargo on Nigerian players lifted yet? Like, can we have a uh, good conversation about Osimhen? Yeah, it's it's semi lifted. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and also, I just shout out because we're having elections soon. So let's hope mm-hmm. that Peter Obi can 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 can. I'm seeing you it's my inclination to just like let's talk about that, but I forget sometimes it's a football podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not, but Osiman, man, one of the best number nines on form in the world, arguably the best. I I'd um, say he's the best in terms of the variety of goals that he's scoring. Do we consider Marcus Rashford a number nine? No. No. Then it's Osiman. Yeah. If we t- if we talk forwards, then Rashford on form might be the best. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Haaland is an interesting case. Because he scored like three, four hat tricks. <laughs> so his numbers look great. But if you investigate who those goals are against, it's 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 a Ronaldo thing. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's the kinds of goals as well. I mean, like, he, mm. he's just scoring goals, putting the goals there. But my thing is, yeah. for, it's the kinds of goals he's scoring. Quality. Because it's like he's making them. It's it's volleys, <laughs> left foot, right foot, headers. He scored one last week where he just, it looked like it was from the 80s or 90s. Just a striker mm. that just rifled it. Into yeah. the top corner, I was just like, "Oh, that's some old school striking, bro." No, it's it's, it's mad, it's mad. <laughs> like, Basically, how come? Be, 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 how yeah, come you couldn't do that against Ghana? I know. <laughs> from Sorry, the depths, you know, I was going from the depths of night. No, no, look. I mean, the Maradona narrative is crazy. Uh, the moment he, he dies, I just seen our Copa, I just seen our woke up, and now Napoli, 
league that they've not won since he, since he won us for, for them. That's crazy. So Juventus were robbed of what, 19 points, 15 points? So and, if you add and, 15 points back to them, they would just be tied with Inter on 44. Yeah. They're back in court on the 22nd, so it could be worse on the 22nd. So you, Okay, so Juventus have 29 points right now. Mm-hmm. Verona, who are 18, have 17. So if they lose more than 12 points in some other arbitration, mm. they'll be in the relegation zone. Yeah. And if they put, they they might just relegate them outright. It might not be. It might be more than a points. Oh, no, 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 like, no, no, look, no, no, you have like, to start in Seri Seri. What's twenty second is about? If they get um, charged even for the, it could be relegation. No, no, because I think that's what they said. Like the this one, this this is a criminal investigation. <laughs> like City is more about um, sports sportsmanship and sporting. They want to, they want to nearly in jail. <laughs> want to be in jail <laughs> I got so. locked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so is he gonna be like crushing rocks with the with one of them hammer things? Like what's he gonna be doing in jail? Like that's that's tough. Well yeah, it's not isn't that, that from Flintstones? With whether the whole black and white thing and they have and they're chained to the stuff and they start hammering. Stuff. When, uh, do, you, do you know the end of Robin Hood where Sir Hiss oh, yeah. and Chris in jail like crushing rocks? <laughs> like that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but yes, Roma are in fourth place. I mean, actually, Serie A's top four race is very tight, so yeah. like this could change yeah. at any time. But the big beneficiary of that would be Milan, Roma, those teams in that area that could sneak a Champions League spot. And if Roma get Champions League, that could be interesting. Mourinho's Mourinho's walk at Roma, I think, is 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 done. You think it's done? For, for, like him winning the Conference League with them is done. Like there's nothing more he can do with that team. Yeah, like Portugal was so dumb to get Martinez. Bro. I'm like, come on, bro, Latinez, really? So who who went to Belgium this week? Tedesco was it? Have they already picked one for Belgium? Yeah, it's it's he was at Schalke, I think. What's that guy's name? Dominico oh, okay, Tedesco. Yeah, Dominico Tedesco. Yeah, all right. He was one of those coaches like Nagelsmann maybe a few years ago that was like, oh, he could be the next hot German coach or, you know, coach from the Bundesliga, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that's an interesting that's an interesting one. It seems kind of similar, though, to Martinez. But I guess Belgium, Belgium's finished, unfortunately. Oh, no, no. That whole era is done. It's, it, it, it's, it's done. It's, um, it's, it's finished. Yo, Barca. I think they're back. Oh, no, no, no. Like, it's... If Barcelona win, firstly, do we need to apologize to Javi for calling him a desert, a desert merchant? And what do we say about Ancelotti never, having never defending his league tie title? Which is crazy. To never defend your league title is, is crazy. But look, because the thing with this though is you don't have Messi. It's a very, very young team. And they're going up against veterans in Real Madrid and a much more experienced manager. So you've got to give Javi the dub for what he's doing. You know, and Pedri, bro, that guy is balling. 20, that, that guy is balling, man. That mm. guy's a quality player. All right. Because I'm thinking about Madrid, Barcelona, and we just talked about Juventus, this thought flashed in my mind. So they came out with the Euro- European Super League talk again within the week. And yes. if this drops... And Juventus are part of the three clubs that stuck around. If they get relegated to Serie B, do they still get to play in the Super League? Like, would they still be there? Yeah. <laughs> if they, if, well, hold on. So, so we came up with the, with the idea and so forth. And because we got screwed over by uh, a league, we don't get to benefits over an idea that we helped create. Of course, of course, of course they're in the Super League. No, I'm just thinking, like, you can't go from playing, like, PSG, Manchester United, Manchester... So, well, I, I, I Bologna's FC, Pasta United and everything. Yeah, and then you're just playing Rigatoni United. It just, it doesn't make sense. Bro, Rigatoni Pasta is amazing, bro. Let me, let me just put this <laughs> out there. If there's any pasta you want to get, Rigatoni, trust me. Thank me later. Rigatoni Pasta is the one. Half of and I are, are, are in agreement. <laughs> yes, Rigatoni. Yo, is that one Rigatoni and... Um, What's I mean, the yeah, one that starts with an R? Risotto? Rotini. Ro- Ro- Rotini. Rotini. Like, like everyone has the, the penny. That, that's like the standard one that everyone has, penny. The thing with Rogatoni is it's it's much more filling and it's a lot more chunkier. Penny is, is a lot lighter. But Rogatoni just, the, 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 there's, there's a heftier mm. taste to it. <laughs> Pasta choices. You know what? 
you you can't go wrong with spaghetti. That's the one you can't go wrong. With. I'm not a big spaghetti guy, but when what? my mom makes spaghetti, I'm like, yo. But yeah, I'm not. For me, I'm a I'm a pasta merchant's man. If anybody looks at her folks' Instagram page, <laughs> it's just <laughs> pasta and greens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With the occasional like ice cream with like random topics. Yeah, almost. Um, what's next? What is there left to talk about? I must be missing something. Oh, Pep. I knew I was missing something. Oh, yeah. What is he talking? What is he going on about? Gerard. Gerard and he's come out. That, and come on, that was below the belts, and... man. Pep, why, why are you doing that? That was, that was below the belts. Him saying that, um, is this our fault that Gerard slipped? <laughs> That's crazy, man. To say that, that is crazy. To, to say that. Okay, now this, <laughs> like, this like, is like, like, that's literally that. That is strictly for. That is strictly incident talks. Basically, that proves that the guy has a boner account. The guy is doing a Kevin Durant so because, bro, Sleepy G is strictly for us, not for things so for Sleepy G and so forth. That's so the fact that you're using that means that wait a minute, what the hell? So you're you you are on, on Twitter. The interesting thing to me about Pep invoking Gerard slipping is this predates you. Yeah. This is, this is from 2013-14. That was between Brendan Rogers, not even Klopp, and Pellegrini. And Chelsea were kind of sort of in there. That's how the game was. <laughs> yeah, Sunderland, like, yeah, Sunderland. Yeah, Sunderland. People forget the Norwich. I think it was nil-nil. That was a bad one. Like, Chelsea, Chelsea should have won two titles yeah. in a row, but that's yeah. either here or there. Point being, that was between Pele- Like, you were, you were in Bayern. You were in Munich. Why? It, see, what he's done is he's using previous beef that the club have been in to he's showing that I am a city man, so I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going like you said. I'm going to run with what the fans would complain about yeah. or just talk about. But you don't need to involve yourself in things that predate you just because you're at the club. That doesn't have anything to do with you because just like players. They kiss one badge this week. They kiss another one the next week after they've been transferred. If somebody rolls a a Brinks truck up to Pep's house, he's not going to tell United or Chelsea or Arsenal if they get big. Like He's not going to tell them no if the money's right. There's no point to involve yourself in things that you weren't involved with. And that Gerard slipping thing, you were in a different country, bro. Yeah. (laughs) So like mentioning it is one mistake. I guess I give him credit in the sense that he came out and publicly apologized today. But I think like you built a rod for your own back in that sense. Like you shouldn't have even mentioned it. If that was Klopp against Guardiola, Liverpool, City, and that was 2018, and we just changed the names of the players and Gerard does what he does against, you know, whatever, and City gained an advantage, cool. But it, you're just being salty for no reason. <laughs> that, that is so no you know, I didn't you know, I'm just reading now. I didn't even know that he he, he apologized. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, he did. He said he called Gerard privately and said, I'm sorry for mentioning your name. But then he said, because he said the statement publicly, it was right to apologize publicly, which I can, I can rock with that, I guess. Well, but, I am yeah, ashamed just... of myself. What I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, it was a very... But, 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 I, think, I think it just yeah. shows that he just got carried away. He just got completely exactly, carried away in the moment. Exactly. It, but it was a very pep apology where it's like, does he really mean this or is no. he, has he been told to say this? So, um, we can't replace him. We cannot. <laughs> we cannot. Such, oh, please. such a liar. Bro. Liar. Because See, I've always liar. felt pep was a little. <laughs> Mourinho, you know where you stand with him. Yes. Pep, pep is, he's like, he's a mystery. And to me, yeah, you, you, you can't. Him, you see, yeah, Mourinho. It's, he's sinister. In, in do, a, do, do, in do you know what way. it is? Yeah. This is how I play. Mourinho is American racism. Pep is English racism. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best way to describe this, man. <laughs> you know, one is upfront, another one is a bit more covert in order to show uh, where you are and everything else. So, mm. yeah. Same, same effect, though? How do, you, how do you mean same effect? Do different forms of racism have the same ultimate effect? I guess so. But one is far more crass and brutal than the other. A lot of people might probably prefer the more direct because the, the more the more direct you know where you stand. So mm-hmm. it's very simple. The worst thing is you've been coaxed into this sense of, okay, we're fine, but we're not fine. So basically, the reason why I say that a lot of people in England is a like gift you're going crazy because people act like racism doesn't exist, but you know it exists. But because it's so covert, people act as if, oh, there's, there's not a racial problem. That's just an, an American thing. 
So guys are like, what? Because in America, it's clearly, it's there, people deal with this and so forth. But in England, it's like, oh no, there's no racism. But when you really go behind enemy lines, it is clearly there, but it is so well hidden and it's so crafty with it. You're like, you you, you begin to go crazy, <laughs> you know, so. I have two things left. Mm. Um, last week, we talked about Christian Atsu under the news report that he had been found, when in fact, he hasn't been found. Um, which is kind of scary and distressing news. But again, as but, we but, kind but of he, he, he's last been week, found now, though. No, I swear that they think that they're found. So they still haven't found him. No. So as, so, as, of, as of this moment, they still haven't found him. Yes. Oh, what? Oh. So the, the the point we were making last week was just because he was found doesn't mean that there aren't other people who are suffering, and he's yeah. one of many. Yeah. That point still holds, even though he hasn't been found. It's just he's one of thousands of people who are missing or presumed passed away. I mean, I've I've, I've read reports that people have survived in rubble for like 20, 30 days and stuff like mm. that. But again, it's very distressing. And I'm, I'm kind of interested in how football can get particular people out of situations that they'd rather not be in. I'm sure if you looked up Atsu and other footballers who play in Turkey, if you look at whether they're from Africa or South America or parts beyond, you go to a place and you're trying to escape poverty and destruction in your home or in your homeland. So football is a means to get out. And then by some, I don't know, just ill-fated decision or not, not anything you've done, but just how the world works in some ways, like you find yourself in a a worse situation than you would have perhaps if you stayed that interests me in some way. It's just like he, he's living the dream and many footballers who have, who've gone missing or injured, they're, they're living their own dream. And then something happens. It's like, damn, like you, you were, the, you were one of the ones that made it out, but then to what end? That's kind of tough. So, you know, well wishes to Atsu yeah, and all of the people that are, yeah. that, that are missing and still being recovered and, like the images are just kind of heartbreaking in that way. So and I'm just I'm just saying, I mean, if you can, because I mean I just gave something small, not because I just gave something small to the Save Relief the effort. Children mm. um campaign. So just contributing towards kids. Like, you know, there are the videos definitely. Um there are some people who are like they're being recovered, and as they're being recovered, they're like reciting verses of the Quran. Like mm. that's it's emotional, man. When you, when yes, you watch it, it's like wow. Emotional. Like in one way, I look at it and I think. Actually, that's for an extra. Yeah. <laughs> for an extra, but yeah, it is. is is nice when when people live, but there are some pictures that are just like, wow, that's. that's oh no no no! I, like so, some of the stuff of of kids, I can't like. Whenever I just see kids, mm. in that, I I can't watch that stuff. Man. So yeah, I I did want to correct us from last week that Atsu hasn't indeed been found. So we wish him and his family the best. But there's a bunch of families out there struggling um, in the same way. The last thing I wanted to talk about, I guess, was Arsenal. Can they hang on? So there's a game tomorrow when people are going to be listening to this. Obviously, there's Champions League today and tomorrow as well. But this is the makeup game. I think that they didn't play way back when. Mm. The gap is six points, if I have the table right in no, my three mind. Points, three, points, three points. Is it? Three, three points, but Arsenal will have a game in hand. So what, what are your feelings about City, Arsenal, and what this could mean for the title race? If City beats Arsenal, I, just, I, I think that's it. I think that that's it. I think, and I think this is the is this this is the the, the the game. Just similar to that game, I can't remember. I think was it was the eighteen nineteen season where Liverpool um, played City and City won that game two one. With Leroy Sané scoring the winning. Was, was that the John Stones clearance game? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Like this, I think this is similar to that. Where if City win, it changes everything. Specifically, if they beat them at the Emirates, if they beat them at the Emirates. I think that's it. I, th- I, th- I think I think that is all that she wrote. I just think that there'll be too much of a mom- momentous psychological shift, you know. And I just think that's uh, like let's let's be real. I always thought Aston would draw with Brentford, so so that's fine because Brentford are really good. It was that Everton loss, man. That was mm. the one. See, if they'd beaten Everton, drawn with Brentford, okay, that's good. That's fine. Okay, lose a City, okay, that's not not too bad. But it was that loss to Everton that has really messed them up, you know. So, and if they lose to City, that's one draw in three games, you know. It's like, oh, wow. So this is now Arsenal's sticky period now. Um, but who? Do, but again, flip side, if Arsenal win, who knows? But I, I always said City 
are winning the league. And, and guys said that, oh, no, Arsenal, they're going to win the league. They're going to win the league. They're going to win the league. I said, guys, we've not even been halfway through the season. It's a 38-game season. Arsenal have not been in this position since the Leicester City season. Mm. And you know how good City are. You know how experienced they are. I know that the defence is a bit shaky, but you cannot go against people who we've been here, we've bonded, we've bought the T-shirts. So you can't write them out before we've even gone halfway through the season. Okay, week 25, week 28, okay. Before week 19, come on, man. Arsenal had played 19 games and they had 50 points, which meant mm. they were on pace for 100 points. Mm. I think 100 points has been breached once. You mean in, in, the, in, the, in the Premier League? Yeah. Once, 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 once. So essentially, you the form that Arsenal had was never going to hold over the first 19 games. It couldn't. You were asking them to basically get you 100 points. That wasn't going to happen. Now, maybe they gave themselves such a cushion. City will drop points. Newcastle and United will drop points. So maybe they can just, you know, hold on until the end. But that first half of the season is something that's, I don't know, I don't want to say it's unprecedented because I don't have the numbers, but it's very rare to get 50 points in 19 games, I would assume. City are going to get their chances and they play twice. So... This is the first one to close the gap. And then once it's even, it's basically a team, as you said, with experience against a team that's learning on the job, essentially. And Arsenal were never meant to be in a title race this season. Their job was get top four, get yourself into the Champions League, work your way up. The expectation of winning is almost unfair to them, but they've... They've played themselves into that pressure or into that conversation. So let's see how you how you handle it. City seem to be getting into that that gear that we always assume that they're going to kick into eventually, where it's just mm. like, okay, now's the time. We're not going to lose. I think the the timing of the announcement of these charges and Pep going on his thing, and it creates the ability for Pep to employ that siege mentality that maybe Guys like Mourinho and Conte are very oh, yeah, famous for like us, us against the world. Nobody believes in us. Um, everybody's against us. And <laughs> like Pep naming the nine teams that wanted him out of like <laughs> Champions League spot. Like it's very clear that City are going to be inspired over the, the, the second half of the season to prove to everybody that, you know, say what you want, but we're still here. This is us. And you're going to have to rip the title from us because this one, this, this title won't be cheating. You know, I think they've made more money net spend. I don't know. Like they, they, they oh, so, sold. So, so, so this is the, the first non-cheat title. Then. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm saying like I, I could see how they would spin it in their mind. It's like you guys are saying we're cheating. All right, let's go out here and show you what us clean looks like. Mm. I could imagine City not losing for the rest of the season. I'm sure they will, but I can imagine it clearly. Just they don't lose. That doesn't mean they win every game, but they don't lose. And Arsenal, I can't see them going again getting i guess they've already dropped what five points yeah let's 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 say each half of the season was worth 50 points and they've already dropped five so the best they can get is 95 i think city can probably get uh get it for me i really believe that this season is like an is is an 80 something season not a mm-hmm. 90 something season it's exactly. an something but that but that means arsenal would be 15 to 13 points worse than they were in the first half of the season, which means yeah. losses and draws are coming. Yeah. And and heavyweight clashes, I, I didn't think we would think they would be heavyweight clashes to start the season, but that's what they're going to be against City. You play them twice. If you win both games, you win the league. Yeah. But if you lose both games, you bring United into the picture, you bring Newcastle more into the picture. Oh no, um, no, no, no! Newcastle are draw merchants, man. I don't, th- I don't think, think those guys can be that. But so um, United is a very mm. weird one, man. I mean, I, I don't want to go up and say they'll win the, the league, but United, they're, they're sort of like, okay, what are, what are they sort of doing? You know, I think so, United could win two trophies this season. I think they could win the Europa League, and I think they they're gonna probably beat Newcastle in the League Cup final. Um, do, do United beat Barca? I don't know about that. I mean, I mean, let's see, let's see Th- Thursday, let's see, because because that's a that's a great game. That's a great game. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good tie. Is that round of thirty two? It's a playoff. So I don't a know what they have there. Yeah, it's a, it's a playoff. So I think it's yeah, a playoff, I mean, and then you're not going to the thirty two, the sixteen. I have no idea what it's they. It's a one off game. It's not. No, no, legs. no. It's 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 two legs, but it's it's called a playoff. It's a Europa League playoff. It, it it did always strike me as odd that there was a round of thirty two though. 
the the more games, the the more coverage, the the more mula, the more mula. All right. Last 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 thing. Half Hope has released a list. And actually, I need to go to your Twitter page. Half Hope a list. Twitter. Oh, your your head is Viali. Yeah. Five thousand five hundred followers. Since when? Look, I hardly check it, man. So like you know, I'm I'm hardly on my profile. I always I told you. When I go to Twitter, I go to my notifications. So I hardly go to my pro- profile. So, damn, bro, your following is growing. That's what's up. Mm. All right, <laughs> it says, thinking the other day which rappers match up the footballers. Mm. This is what I got: Jay Z is Messi, Eminem is Cristiano Ronaldo, Cannabis <laughs> is R Nine, yes, Biggie is Ronaldinho, Tupac's Maradona, Rakim Pele, <laughs> yeah. and Nas is Zidane. Now, Tosin, uh, PSG Tosin from back in the day, he was like, there you get your mans. <laughs> Wait, what, so, what, what would Tosin want to say now? I don't know. I just think I, I feel like just the list was just kind of out of pocket for some people. So they were telling me, see, you, you don't oh, no, realize. Oh, no, 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 no. I've had a podcast, lot of responses. I've had a lot of responses. People are like, what, what the hell are you saying, man? What the hell are you saying? You don't understand what being your podcast partner is like. Because people think, number one, they think we think the same things, which is not always true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Other than rigatoni pasta. Yeah. And they think, like, I can just make you change your mind. It's not possible, guys. Hell no. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Daniel, get your mans. What am I going to get him to do? I'm just going to get him to say it over. And he's yeah. going to explain. And I'm going to disagree. And that's just what it's going to be. <laughs> like, I, I don't think I'm capable, guys. I mean, it's been it's been years. I I think your rap opinions are more wild than your football opinions. Oh, no, it's, 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 no, I, I, I know the thing about music is music is very, it's instant. Like, it's the, the whole Kendrick thing. You can't, I don't think you can grow to like a music. The music that hits you, it doesn't. So, it's my music points are very much entrenched. Like, I'm like, you know, it is what it is. Like, you, you're not going to change changes for, 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 um, for me, you know. So, um, no, because. That because I did that because I was just looking at some cannabis interviews and I was like, oh shit, like yeah, cannabis really is R9. Okay, so if cannabis is R9, so all these other guys. See, Dino was the most difficult one. Because I was like, who is Dino? Dino is Tupac. Is he though? Tupac I'm... is Maradona. You have to think about how what Tupac was, his character, his controversy, what he meant, the way he carried him himself and so forth, where he was he was that yin and yang. You know, and also the love affair that people had with, with him and his core status because of his yin and the yang. And people actually loved him because of his yin and the yin and the yang. And obviously his skill. That's Maradona. You see, Biggie is a junior where short spark, but for that spark, in terms of just talent and what he was able to do for the short spark, is bloody, um, was bloody um, amazing. Just that his peak was just too... Shorts, but for I that would, shorts peak, yeah. it was a, it was it was a bloody. See, incredible. I would say Dino is Pac because he's universally loved. Bro, I have found guys. Trust me, I found guys who say Top Two Pac is overrated. Trust me, I have never, I have not, I've are never. They Americans? Had, see, I don't know. Where, 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 where were they? Just, you, I, I don't I, like Tupac's message is like a universal thing, and maybe you're so, right. Maybe Tupac is not as universally loved as Dino. No. What? No. no. You're no. crazy. No, no, no. You see, maybe see. I'm see. I'm thinking. <laughs> see, I think you're thinking American. I'm thinking global. No, I'm, I'm I'm the one that's thinking globally. Like, bro, oh, there no, no. are D- two. Dino there are, is globally loved. Let me see. You, there are three way. artists that you go anywhere in the world and people will love them: Michael Snoop. Jackson, Bob Snoop. Marley, and Tupac. I don't like Bob, 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 Bob Marley, so I don't like you're, Bob, Bob Marley. You're not the universe. Yes, well, I count. As well. I'm the other, so I, so I don't like Pop I Marley. count. Me too. So, no, 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 but, no. Put it this way. I've never met somebody who doesn't like or rate Dino. I have met people who don't rate Tupac as a fact. I 100%. Okay, have. okay. Who, who have you met that doesn't rate Maradona? Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. The younger generation, they, I've heard some people say, so far, bro, they call him a, a cokehead. <laughs> People, people 20 <laughs> under, they call him a cokehead. 100%. And, and after, like, excuse me, and have to argue against youngers, youngsters online by calling them. I mean, they say, well, this guy's just a, a, a drug addict and so forth. Messi was way better. Okay. So Now, okay, on your list, I'm going to allow you R9 and cannabis because that's just a 
I don't even want to argue about it because I just think it's so dumb. But no, it's, it's, it's kind of personal. it's your opinion. Now, what I was thinking of is you've gone more with old school rappers. I I wanted to ask you as we close it, who is the Kendrick, who is the Drake, and who is the J. Cole of this era? And we limit it to players who are still playing. Because I was thinking Kendrick might be Mbappe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendrick, Kendrick is probably I'm just trying to think that is there a Drake of this era? Would Drake be messy and you would have to yeah, redo? Drake, Drake is messy. Yeah, like Drake, Drake is messy. But the reason why I say messy is Jay-Z is because of he can he's he's so multifaceted, same mm-hmm. as Messi, and passing, creating, dribbling, shooting, and longevity. Like But that's Drake, because Drake has been a Jamaican, he's been a Nigerian, he's been a Canadian, he's no, been no, from no, no. Houston. Longevity. Drake's longevity is what? It Jay-Z from the late 90s till February 2023, Jay-Z is still relevant. Drake's been number one since 2009. Jay-Z has been relevant since the since the 1990s. I'm not talking relevant. I'm talking about number one. Drake has been top okay, of the okay, game okay, for like okay, okay, longer than a decade. Like, it's crazy. Okay, okay, you can say Drake. Okay, you can say Drake. I mean, J. Cole, is that Neymar? Ooh. Maybe J. Cole is That's interesting. That's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, you know, Jake Jake Coley, he's name, you know, he's Neymar. He's Super Neymar. skillful and amazing. He's not yet he's not released a classic album, so he's not really reached his full potential, which is that that undeniable classic album. Mm. But we know that you're talented enough to deliver us a classic album. So yeah, so, I think so, is Neymar. So can Mbappe be Kendrick then? Because Kendrick has delivered. May, now, now, maybe you would say the World Cup no, is where Mbappe did his delivering. But. No, 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 Mbappe. Yeah, I think Mbappe is. Yeah, Mbappe is is Kendrick. Like he is the he's the most Mbappe is the most current relevant player now. Kendrick is the most current relevant rap, 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 rapper now. But skill wise, I've always said J Cole is a better rapper than Kendrick. Neymar is a better football player than Mbappe. But Mbappe has been more successful. See, like half of and I try to compare other things to footballers all the time. So we've done it with basketball players. Yeah. So we're doing it with rappers. <laughs> we can sit here for like 30 minutes and just throw No, no, no. Okay, go for ages, man. Go for so, ages. Anyway, this has been Talking Tactics. If you guys have suggestions, find the tweet on Half Hope's Twitter and you know, drop the comments. I'm sure you've got a bunch of comments about this is oh, yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. wild. Who is actually R9? Because it's not cannabis. So we need to find it's- the actual. R9. Because I, I think R9 might be Nas. R9 for me was a machine. <laughs> In terms of like, I just technicality to the optimal. You see, Dino had more of the style, the flair, the pest and so forth. Ronaldo was like, this was a guy created in a lab just to fully technically just hit all of the marks of what it is to be a football player. Cannabis from late 90s, early 2000s, in terms of the technical proficiency of rap, mm. was cannabis, <laughs> you know? So for me, when I say no, cannabis was R9. And oh, okay. that's what cannabis at its peak. And the same thing, like, after R9's peak, he was overweight and so forth. Cannabis' peak, oh, the guy was whatsoever. But in that period, I've never heard a rapper technically, keyword, technically better than thingy. See, Electronica, they bring a lot more flair, personality, they come from different, but just, Raw technicality doesn't be the better rapper than Cannabis. So now I don't, I don't think I'd argue with the Eminem, Eminem Cristiano comparison. Oh yeah, no, it can be, it is, yeah, Eminem Cristiano, hundred percent, hundred percent. I would, I might be able to go but, with but, that. because there are people who think he's the goat and they fully are with that. <laughs> but we yeah, all know yeah, that yeah. no, you're not really. Mm. But the guys were like, oh no, he is. And they'll fight now. Us, okay, really. all right. And this, this and he has all the, the the records and so forth. So yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. This was the this this is the last one. I had to remember it. Who's the fifty cent of football? <sighs> I think I should we hold up hold up. We might have this. to think about this one, and we'll come back next week because I was thinking about this, and I swear I couldn't come up with an answer. I don't know who the fifty cent of football is. Uh, you know what? I was about to say Balotelli, <laughs> but Balotelli needed to no. win me like a UCL. Because <laughs> because because I think. What player had a get rich or die trying and then pretty much just said, oh, what's up? I'm just going to just vibe out. Yo, who is the, okay, who is the 50 cent of football and who is the Balotelli of music are two very interesting questions. Yeah, that's an interesting That, you know what, we'll have to do this either next week or on an extra. Yeah, yeah. Because like, who's a wasted, who's a wasted talent rapper? That's difficult. 
damn. Okay. It, you know what? It might be J Electronica. I, I was just about to say that. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I just, it's, it's like, I just want to say it because I was like, is it Because where are your talents? albums, my guy? Like, ah. Oh, anyway, anyway. yeah, okay, look, yeah, we'll do it. If it was actually because we'll be here forever. Yes, yeah. All right. This has been Talking Texas Podcast. How far working people follow you? Footballhot.com around the streets, around the corner. I'm at Danny Look. You can follow Carla Anchorman 616. All the links are in the description. Talking Texas Podcast, sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always footballer. We'll be back. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.